Raise your hand if you can follow what I'm saying so far. So the unconscious motive is overriding what was the consciousness. So people say one thing, but unconsciously have another thing. That's Dr. John Martini, And this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Wednesday. Appreciate you joining me today as we pick up where we left off from our Monday episode with David Goggins. And we also pick up with our topic this week, which is the power of the mind. And we have one of the best, Dr. John Martini, to talk about change. And when I read his book a few years ago, maybe several years ago, there was a section in the book where a lot of patients were coming to his office because they weren't able to be healed of their chronic diseases that were plaguing them for years and years and years. And what he uncovered was the power that the mind plays on healing. And you can apply this to any part of your life, whether it be relationships, whether it be finance or health. And there's a gap between what you say you want to do and what you actually do and why there's such a huge disparity in between. And it's all because of the mind and specifically the subconscious mind. So in this clip, he's going to give you two examples of patients that he worked with and what he uncovered specifically in their situations and how this can be applied to your life or my life or anyone's life. So without further ado, here's Dr. John Martini. Enjoy. Now, I'm going to step up for a second, go back to the page before. Every decision we make is based on what we believe gives us the greatest advantage over disadvantage at any moment in our time with our value system. So if we're making a decision to do something, it's because we believe at that moment that there's going to be more advantages there than disadvantages. We wouldn't do it based on all the variables that we have in our awareness. So if we're creating a physiological response and we're seeing more support than challenge or challenge than support, we wouldn't do that unless we got an advantage out of it, deep inside. We wouldn't keep that perception, even though many people would think we won't. Let me give you an example. I had a woman who is uh, filming for a reality TV show in Hollywood that I was doing, and she um, was obese and was uh, grazing and eating food constantly. In fact, in the two hours that I interacted with her, she ate more food than I'd probably eat in a week. And, um, but she was telling me that she wanted to lose weight and she, couldn't, she had to stop eating and she was obese and she was sick and she was tired of it and she had to stop, and, but she, she was eating. So even though what she was saying verbally was one thing, consciously, but unconsciously she had another agenda going on. And the decision she was making that was causing her motor functions of eating was based on what she actually felt deep inside was more advantage and disadvantage or she wouldn't be doing it. So I went in there and I asked her a simple question. What advantages are you getting out of eating? And she said, oh, I'm not. It's killing me. Can't you see it's causing my problems? It's causing this. It's causing that. I said, no, I, I know that. I hear that. But that's not what I know is true. So I know I'm going to ask you the question again. What are the benefits you're getting out of eating? And she said, well, there are no benefits. I said, I understand. I hear that. But I need you to go deeper. 
but I can't think of any benefits. I need you to go deeper. So what's the benefits of eating? And so she said, well, when now that you've probed me and pushed me, one of the benefits is my mother and father and sisters are all obese. And if I don't eat, I don't feel like I'm part of my family. And now it came a tear in her eye. Now, at first, you would not probably guess that, but that's what we found, the first thing. I said, so what's another benefit? We kept probing and kept probing, and she said, well, another benefit is my sister's bigger than me, and she used to push me around as a child, and I swore I didn't want her pushing me around, so I ate and got bigger than her so she couldn't push me around, and now I'm bigger than her. I've always maintained I'm bigger than her so she doesn't push me around because she's always telling me what to do and push me around. So I guess there's another benefit is that she can't push me around when I eat. Good, another, another benefit. Well, since I've been oh, oh, larger, if I lose weight and go on fast fasting and diets, um, I end up having sagging skin. And I like my smooth skin because people always remark on my skin, but if I lose weight, I get saggy skin. I don't like that, so I make sure I eat to keep my skin smooth. Okay, that's three. Number, number four benefit. Well, then she said, well, this, this is one that I didn't do, and she started crying. She says, well, uh, the last time I went on a diet and lost a bunch of weight and started having a figure, a guy came on to me and showed a, affection for me. And I, first time I had ever had a man show affection for me. When I did, I thought that he loved me. But the true truth is he was just wanting uh, sexual favor. So what happened is I, I, um, I was vulnerable to that and I ended up making love with him. And in the process of doing that, I, I ended up getting pregnant. And then I found out when I told him that he disappeared and I never saw him again. And I was now in internal turmoil about this. So I swore after that, I had a miscarriage on the baby, but I swore that I would never do that again. So I made sure that I didn't lose weight to make sure that I didn't become attractive to prevent that pain of that experience. Are you with me on this? So anyway, we went through and believe it or not, in the two hours we end up with 70 something different benefits that she didn't know she had. Then she went home that night and she came up with another something 70 benefits. And the next morning she came in, she says, I really don't have any intention of losing weight, do I? And I said, no, you don't. So even though you say you wanna lose weight because of social idealisms and expectations that people have imposed on you and all the things you've read from the outside world, deep inside you unconsciously have a motive to maintain your weight. So her physiology was responding to her experiences of wounds in the past and her perceptions and causing her to keep eating. Raise your hand if you can follow what I'm saying so far. So the unconscious motive is overriding what was the consciousness. So people say one thing, but unconsciously have another thing. I'll give you another example. I had a lady that had diabetes. They wheeled her into my office many years ago. And um, she had uh, ulcerative legs and she had blindness developing and she was having neuropathies and peripheral neuropathies and breaking down of some of the tissues in her body and things were failing on her. And um, I had had some very amazing results with people who were willing to do the work, willing to do exercise and change their diet and do things. It was slowing down and, and in a sense, impeding some of the development of the diabetic symptoms. So I told her that I would be able to help her. I really felt it, but she would have a, quite an ordeal to work on. And she'd have to do some activities and she'd have to eat differently, have to think differently and lots of other factors. And she looked at me and she says, I have no intention of doing that. Um, I know you believe you can help me, but I have no intention of getting well. I'm getting uh, medical coverage, insurance coverage by being sick, but I just go to doctors to try to find somebody that tell me this to, in order to keep getting my coverage. I have no intention of getting well, so thank you for believing in me, but I have no intention of doing that. 
And she said, that lady out there that wheels me around, she's been with me for eight years. She's my closest confidant. She loves me. She knows everything about my life. She's the closest person in my life. If I get out of my wheelchair and I, I walk around and go back to normal life again, I lose the most important person in my life. So she had a motive not to get well. Anybody that's been in the healthcare knows you see these types of situations where people really don't have the intention of doing what your ideal is. They have deeper motives in doing it. Man, I just loved that clip because to truly change, we must become aware of our unconscious thoughts, feelings, and actions because if not, we may just continue to self-sabotage ourselves. So first, let's become aware and then let's make our changes. So big thanks to Dr. John Martini for stopping by. You can connect with him by visiting his website, drdmartini.com. Also, you can check out his Instagram, Dr. John Martini, and check out one of his most popular books, Inspired Destiny, Living a Fulfilling and Purposeful Life. And if you like this clip, there'll be a link to the entire talk, which I really love, by the way. It really gets into the deep, nitty-gritty science stuff, so I'm a kind of like a nerd when it comes to those things. So if you are too, you can watch the entire clip because he really goes deep. And um, I I have all the links to to connect with him as well as the link to the talk in the show description. And um, all right, don't forget to follow the show, share it or leave a rating and review on Apple podcast and Spotify podcast. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you back here Friday. So until then, Stay strong. Later.